Welcome to the Power Kid Podcast, the premier and longest running podcast focused on the modern toy and entertainment industry. Power Kid is an award-winning design and development firm, and we are a proud member of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. Adventure Media is the publisher of your favorite industry publications, including the Toy Book, the Toy Insider, and the Pop Insider. I am your host, Phil Albritton, and I bring you great conversations with talented people making amazing products for kids. Toys, books, games, TV, movies, I bring them to you here every episode. Welcome aboard. Hello, 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 Power Kids, and welcome to another Power Kid podcast. Guys, every week it is my honor and joy to bring you these conversations with great people making great things for kids. I have on the line Drew Vernon. Let me introduce you to Drew. In the past, Drew is an assistant brand manager at Procter & Gamble and then the Cal Corporation. He then moved on to found Moppets, a drop-in childcare center. And while there, his experience with kids and parents made him the perfect candidate to become a brand manager for Lego to focus on pediatricians' offices in the U.S. That's very interesting to me. We're going to talk about that. But he is now the marketing director of Tony's, the innovative creators of the Tony Box, which is this play product that combines real world play and storytelling. It is fantastic. Drew, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Phil. I'm, I'm so happy, happy to be here. You have a very interesting background, brand management, Procter & Gamble, a great place to cut your teeth, to learn about marketing, and then moving on to found a drop-in childcare center. And we're going to talk all about that because I've got real questions <laughs> uh, about making those decisions and, and what brought you into the toy industry. But yeah, let's start in the beginning. What brought you into the toy and game industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I have always been interested in marketing. And, you know, I went to business school and came out really wanting to get uh, the fundamentals of, of marketing down. So after business school, I, I went into consumer packaged goods and I, I really did learn a lot. Um, but after about five years of CPG, I found that I was spending most of my time, you know, creating coupons for the Sunday paper and, you know, debating the wording on moisturization claims and things like that. And, and, and I, I don't mean to knock uh, CPG, but I wanted to do something that uh, was truly, you know, building a brand that people cared about. Uh, to do something that I was more naturally curious about and, and passionate about. So that's what brought me to Lego. Um, I had an opportunity to come through my Wisconsin alumni network, and, and that's what I made the change into toy. Fantastic. Yeah, I want to tap into your experience, experiences at P&G. You worked uh, some on beauty products, and, and I'm interested what the similarities are that you see between toys and games and sort of what you do now and what you did then with marketing beauty products. Any, any similarities? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, you know, P&G is, uh, is really well known for being an expert in understanding the consumer and not just at a demographic level. Uh, but also at a psychographic level. So they, they know uh, who their consumers are, what they want, what they believe, what their attitudes are. And as I found myself coming into the toy business uh, in, in preschool, uh, I saw that there was a tendency to divide uh, 
the consumer from the shopper. So we regard the, the child as the one who's the consumer and the mom or the dad as the shopper. Uh, and it took me a few years to realize that in preschool, my shopper is actually the consumer as well. Of course, you know, the toy needs to appeal to the child, but more importantly, I needed to understand mom, I need to understand dad, and I need to show that there's actually a consumer benefit to them and the purchase decisions that they make in giving their child an awesome and educational play experience. Oh, that's great insight. And, and that really encompasses more than just the fun of the product, which I think we focus on often to the detriment of the shopper, the mom, the one holding the purse strings. And when you're talking mm -hmm. about preschool products, mm -hmm. you have to be very clear on your packaging about communicating exactly what this is, why it's safe. Uh, what the child can learn. So there's so much more communication that happens in those preschool products that really is geared towards mom, much like the Procter and Gamble experience that you're talking to the person holding the purse strings and who's ultimately going to make that buying decision. So that's a great way to break that down and to think about it. And it's a conversation that will come back up again when we start talking about the Tony box. Mm. Uh, but I want to keep on uh, track with your history because it's so interesting to me that from uh, that kind of marketing background, you wanted to found Moppets, which is a drop in childcare center. Um, tremendously important to parents to have some place to take their kids that is safe, that is clean, that is comfortable, that they can trust. And uh, and you built that brand. Is that right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, the world has definitely changed in the last 18 months or two years uh, with the pandemic and everything. But, you know, before we were uh, hypersensitive to, to sanitation and to, you know, keeping social distance, uh, I wanted to provide a space for kids uh, and really for, for parents to get a little bit of a break. So uh, I saw that in uh, some other states, uh, there were starting to be drop-in daycares. This is, you know, where you drop your child off for an hour or two so you can go get your grocery shopping done so that you can go on a date, so you can go out to dinner. And, and we're, we're fully licensed uh, and certified uh, in order to provide kids that space. So, so I want to drill down on that. The experience that you had here, because you are dealing face to face with parents, with children for long amounts of time. Obviously, you had toy products or products to engage them while you were there. So all of that time you could spend watching and interacting not only with the child, but also with the parent and the decisions that they were making. What sort of information did you glean from that? What, what was striking about that experience? Uh, take us through any, any sort of experiences that you had that might provide insight as we begin to shift the conversation over to the toy industry. Yeah. You know, one, th one of the things I have observed is, is that, you know, parents and, and caregivers are really good at giving kids instructional experiences. Uh, you know, do this activity, here are the steps, you know, it, it's, it's like a Lego set with step-by-step -step instructions. You know, if you follow these steps, you'll, you'll create the picture on the box and it's going to be fun. Um, so that's kind of one opportunity uh, for play. And then I think the other thing that we're good at is, is giving, you know, a kid an empty canvas or saying, here's a piece of paper, here's, you know, um, a, a box of toys, here's a box of Lego bricks, go make whatever you want. What I, I see the need for increasingly is an option that kind of straddles the two. Um, hmm. I, call, I call it the guided masterpiece because I think under this kind of model, we provide the prompts and, and the constraints, um, but we let the children work within those boundaries to create 
to cultivate creativity, they need a little bit of a head start and, and a little bit of, of a handholding. Uh, and I think within that system is when they can truly like express their full imagination. That is some great insight. So it, it was funny, the conversation I recently had about Lego, I uh, was talking about if, if I'm presented a pile of Legos, I will almost immediately and unconsciously go to uh, a, an airplane of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm there with my kids and we've got the pieces out, I will, you know, oh, there's the wings. They're, they're big. So visually I see those first and I'll start to build around that. And it's really interesting, this concept of free play versus constraints. And constraints sounds like a negative, uh, a negative in the context of play. Mm-hmm. But constraints can provoke creativity. Having that fence, having those boundaries, having the fact that you can't just create anything for this activity, you need to build something along the lines of X, Y, or Z may shift the child from uh, this kind of open-ended play space into something a little more structured where they can discover creativity that they didn't know they had. Would you agree with that? I would. And I think that's where ingenuity is born, because if you have no restraint, if you have no uh, boundaries, then it ends up just being free form. And and that can be fun and silly. uh, But really, having to swirl on something, getting stuck and like yes. figuring out what the next yeah. step is. I think that's where your brain really starts to work. And that's the type of uh, process that I want to foster in, in kids. Yeah. Well, and it's something you have to think about in, in all kinds of toy and game development. It, it, it shouldn't work every time, if it's, especially if it's a challenge toy. It shouldn't work every time. It shouldn't be easy to do. Sometimes you need to let the child miss the target and there needs to be a challenge there. And that may come across as uh, as a negative. Again, we don't want to build that in or build in that frustration, but it's not frustration to the child. If that's play, then doing that over and over again is actually fun for them and they're learning and they're, uh, they're rising to that challenge. And then they're feeling that sense of accomplishment once they're able to master whatever product that is. So I, I think that's really great. Yeah. So Drew, I want to drill down on your uh, work at Lego. While you were there, uh, you had the opportunity to really dive into uh, pediatrics and, and pediatric offices, specifically uh, working with the Duplo brand and discovering what was happening with Duplo inside of doctor's offices. Is, is that right? Uh, yeah. So I had been at Lego for a little while and I was drawing upon my P&G training uh, and thinking about the point of market entry for Duplo, which is basically when a child turns 18 months old. Um, the, the window is fairly narrow for, for Duplo, 18 to 36 months. So I, I thought, how do I reach the parents specifically of an 18 month old? And I, I thought of doctor's offices, you know, almost every child goes to get a doctor's checkup uh, at the 18-month milestone. So, so then that led me to start thinking how I might get doctors on board with, you know, handing out a Duplo uh, product sample as part of a checkup. So I created a program called Prescription for Play, in which doctors would give parents a prescription to play with their kids for at least 15 minutes a day. And I thought, you know, I'll go down to the uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics conference, and, and maybe I'll talk to some doctors. I'll get 200 of them to sign up uh, for this program. 
I went down to the conference and for the entire three days, I had a line basically, you know, 50 doctors deep. And I came away from that uh, experience with a list of over 2000 doctors who wanted to be part of the program. And then in the following weeks had several hundred more um, that heard about the program through word of mouth. So I knew pretty quickly that I was onto something. Uh, it grew very quickly um, with uh, a ton of interest and demand. And, and the program went all the way up to the, the top Lego leadership, and, and they actually adopted it as one of their major global initiatives for social responsibility. Of course, of course. What, what really is interesting to me about that story is that the pediatricians got it. They understood the importance of play. It sounds like, tell me about some of those conversations that you had with doctors in that context. What did they say about play? What did they say about the importance of play? Why were they interested in your product? I, I mean, it, it's hard not to be interested in Lego. I think everybody kind of has a, a background and history with Lego. So I, I definitely had that going for me. The reason the program worked so well is because it fit in naturally to what the doctors were already telling parents. So it wasn't like I came in and said, hey, talk to parents about play. It was saying, I know you're talking to parents about the importance of play and, and play with your child. Here's a fun little Duplo duck uh, and a prescription card to go along with that. And coming from a beloved brand and really fitting in with what the doctor was doing already, it just made for a win from the doctors. It made uh, a win with the kids and also with the parents. So it was just a win for everybody. Yeah. Well, I love the idea that you're handing out a prescription for this. That that just highlights the importance of play and why this is important, that, that this is really something that needs to be done on a regular basis ongoing, which, which was really good, uh, really uh, an interesting part of that. Yeah, I, I had a great time. Uh, I, I hope it continues uh, now that I've left Lego. I, I, I wish the program the best. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about Tony's. This is a great product. It's a great brand, up and coming. Talk to the listeners now. What is a Tony box? How do you explain it to potential customers and, and people that, that want to know more? Sure. Uh, well, the Tony Box is our flagship product. It is a children's uh, audio listening system. Uh, essentially what it is, is it's a smart speaker that is encased with uh, a foam outer covering uh, as well as fabric. And it works with two types of Tonys. So the first type of Tony is called a content Tony. These are the ones that come preloaded with different types of content, you know, songs and stories uh, featuring both licensed characters, Disney favorites, as well as some of our own characters. Uh, and then we also have creative Tonys, which don't come with any content, but are fully customizable with up to 90 minutes of your own content. Uh, and the system works together by placing a Tony on the Tony box and uh, it immediately begins playing the, uh, the content. Yeah, that's it. No, this is a phenomenal product. And uh, immediately on opening this this product, my kids were enthused. They were engaged. They wanted to know more. I've got a Gruffalo here and a Woody from Toy Story. And we, we put that on the box. And, and it's this, this really nice uh, impact resistant box, which I, I it's absolutely by design and very important but high quality. And you've got magnets in the feet of these characters and they snap right on top of the box. And within just a couple of seconds, you know, my kids were listening to the story of the Gruffalo right there. So it's this, it's this cross section of the physical play, this physical figure mm -hmm. and imaginative storytelling, just really, really great. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the design from from start to finish was really made with kids in mind. So uh, the product launched about four years ago uh, by a couple of dads in Germany, and they wanted to give an update to like the old traditional CD player, but to do it in a way that a child could, as young as three, could uh, operate uh, themselves. And so by design, it's screen free, uh, which I know is a big um you know, kind of tension point right now with with childcare and with uh, taking care of kids, but also uh, the controls uh, are intuitive and very easy for a child to operate. Yeah, yeah. This is an update of something like the the classic uh, tape cassette that would have a story <laughs> on it, or a classic mini record that came with a storybook, um, and it's a purely digital version of this. And one thing that was very striking to me uh, was the quality of the figures. That, you know, you could find this in your toy box, be very proud of it. It's almost a display piece. They're very durable and just really, really nice sculpts. And so just great play pieces in and of themselves. Uh, You launched an FAO Schwartz. What made them the right partner for this launch? Yeah, yeah. We've been working really hard to build out a few strategic channels. So we have a really nice direct-to-consumer experience at Tony's.com, you know, Target.com, Amazon, and and independent specialty toy retail. Uh, But we did want to make a big splash uh, in the U.S. to show just really what Tony's is uh, and to kind of give a peek into the success that we've had in Europe with it growing as quickly as it has been. Um, But really FAO uh, and the partnership with them has been to have just an awesome flagship presence in such an iconic retailer. I want to really talk about unlocking the real wonder of storytelling. That's a quote from some of your marketing material. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to you that the Tony box unlocks the real wonder of storytelling. Yeah. You know, at first glance, that kind of seems like a catchphrase or or just like a little motto or something, but I I really truly believe it. And and I'll tell you why. Um, I mentioned earlier that the Tony box has no screen. Um, You know, at the time when it was created, uh, we obviously didn't have this pandemic that we're living in. Um, But now more than ever, we need um, opportunities for our kids uh, to engage them in their minds in a screen-free way. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to say that we shouldn't use screens. You know, I have kids, they have screen time. That's fine. I'm not here to say that that is bad. But one thing I will say about screens is screens give you both the visual uh, and the audio experience to a story. And when you remove one of those aspects, you take the visualization away, you give that responsibility to the listener, in this case, the child. And that's why the wonder piece really does come in because it's on the child to put in the work and the imagination to visualize what they're hearing. And that's That's what unlocks the wonder of storytelling. That's it. That's it. So one of the very, very interesting things about this product to me is the creative Tony. And what you can do with this is you can assign your own audio to that figure so that when the child puts that figure in place, you have created uh, specific and unique content for that figure. So we did this immediately. I tell a story to my kids every night. It's, it's a great way for me to wind down and to just go into a creative place and just to make something up off the fly. So we, we did this. I downloaded the app and I told a, a little four or five minute story into my phone and recorded it there on the Tony app. I then assigned that story to the creative Tony that we had. 
that night, the kids were able to take that creative Tony, put it on top of the box and hear the story that I had recorded for them. That was a massive impact for our family. It was just a really fun experience to have. This is almost like voicemail for kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be used like that. I'm thinking grandparents that are hundreds, thousands of miles away, they could record messages or stories or well wishes into their Tony's app and then assign that to that particular Tony. And then the child comes in his room and says, I wonder if grandma has said anything to me lately. And yeah. there it is. There are Absolutely. some real world possibilities here to, to really engage with the child and to widen that child's horizons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the, the grandparent angle is, is definitely a big one. You know, near or far, they can uh, have a message for, for the grandchild. That, that, that's a great and touching experience. You know, it can also be used for, uh, you know, creativity for, for the kid. You know, I told my kids to go write a poem about worms and they went off into the corner and they wrote like a four verse um, little poem and then they recorded it. And, you know, they were into it for about two hours. And now they've got this little keepsake of the day that they wrote a poem about worms. So uh, <laughs> it's just just a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So how are your customers using the Tony box? Are you finding that they are doing some unique and creative things with the product? Very interested to see how the customers are responding. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the, the awesome uh, things about working on Tony's is because I fully understand that it's not just what we tell people that uh, they should do with the product. It's saying, hey, this is the capability. Go do what you want to do. So, you know, you can create treasure hunts for your kids where every clue, uh, you know, finds another creative Tony and they, they put that on the box to hear the next clue. You can do pen pal programs with, with kids uh, from with their classmates or friends, you know, trading messages back and forth. We're actually just kicking off a program called Tony's for Teachers where we're actually using the Tony box as a tool in the classroom so that when a teacher uh, divides up the class into four or five groups, instead of spending, you know, 15 minutes describing all the activities, uh, the teacher can just say, go into this corner and put the creative Tony on the box and hear what your next activity is. And so just from a management perspective, this can help classrooms uh, function uh, more quickly and easily. Oh, I love that. I am absolutely going to do the treasure hunt idea. That is a that's a really <laughs> we're going to have so much fun uh, doing that. It's a really great idea. And I love to see how uh, once the product is in the hands of, of the customer, what what they do with it and how they can expand it. And you, you've got a great product here. Drew, how can people reach out, find out more, get involved and purchase a Tony box? Yeah, uh, we, I mentioned some of the channels earlier. So Tony's.com. Uh, we are also at uh, Amazon and Target.com, FEO Schwartz, and in uh, a few hundred specialty uh, local toy retailers as well. So that's where you can purchase the product. If you want to talk to us, um, you can email us at hello at Tony's.com. I'd love to hear from anybody interested in Tony's for Teachers or just a general interest in the brand. Yeah, fantastic. And I'll also mention how user-friendly this is. It's it's really only got two buttons on the ears. You tap one side to go forward. You tap the other side to go backwards. Completely intuitive. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely for kids, but even for me. 
Yeah. No, so I, was, that, I was very impressed. <laughs> and that too is by design. Cause like, you know, what kid doesn't like to give something a, a good whack and just like to see if they can kind of <laughs> test its limits. And, and this is definitely built for durability and it, it's not going to get harmed by it, by a good whack from the kid. That's it. Well, Drew, well done. It's a great product. Thank you for coming on and, and sharing today. This has been a, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, the pleasure is mine, Phil. Thanks for having me. Great. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Power Kid Podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and leave a good review on iTunes. This helps us find more great listeners just like you. Remember also to check out the other shows that are a part of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. This show is brought to you by the Power Kid Design and Development Team. We are a full-service design and development studio serving the toy and game industry for over 20 years. Our partners, large and small, rely on us for invention, concept development, packaging, branding, prototyping, and much more. You can find me on my LinkedIn page, check out the website at PowerKidDesign.com, or email me directly, Phil at PowerKidDesign.com. I am always happy to connect and help you develop your next great product. It's been an honor to spend this time with you today. Now go out and make something great, and remember, you are creative because you were created. God bless, and I'll see you next episode. When you put listening and playing together, something magical happens. A mouse took a stroll through the deep, dark wood. Tonys are amazing audio characters. And there are lots ready and waiting for you. Each one plays stories or music, including loads of the favorites you already love. And you can even get creative yourself with our Creative Tonys. Upload stories, music, and more that you already have via smartphone or computer. And then simply place the Creative Tony where it feels most at home. On your clever, beautiful Tony box that you can take anywhere. Creative Tonys can be anything you want them to be. A fun-filled audio adventure brought to life in your own imagination. Telling you about wild adventures. Sending you Grandpa's most exciting bedtime stories. They'll sing you songs. And aren't afraid of some rough and tumble. We're here to change how you enjoy audio. Are you ready to play? Tony's love what you hear.